0: Wednesday finds itself on our calendars again, and this is the fifth one of the year. What is going to happen this time? That may be the subject of tomorrow's Charlottesville Community Engagement newscast and newsletter, but this one is called February 3rd, 2021, and I'm called Sean Tubbs, your host. On today's show, a quick COVID update. The City Council agrees to transfer land at the Amtrak station, and Charlottesville City Council is poised to make a go-or-no-go no go decision on the West Main Streetscape project. In today's Patreon-fueled shout-out, the Local Energy Alliance Program, your local energy nonprofit, wants to help you lower your energy bills, make your home more comfortable, and save energy. Schedule your home energy checkup to get started. Now only $45 for city of Charlottesville and Albemarle County residents. You'll receive energy-saving products and expert advice customized to your needs. Sign up today. Many statewide metrics measuring COVID-19 in Virginia are trending downwards, but are still higher than at most points in 2020. Today, the Virginia Department of Health reports 2,959 new cases, and the seven-day average is 3,541. On January 3rd, the number reported had been 5,010 new cases. In this community, the University of Virginia resumed in-person instruction this week, and the first day of the spring semester was held on Monday. One thing different this year is that fraternities and sororities are now able to gather in person, as long as they follow state and local guidelines to stop the spread of COVID. Sierra Martin has a story about this today in the Cavalier Daily. Yesterday in the Cavalier Daily, Mary Ann Shway reported that many people associated with the University of Virginia were able to sign up for vaccine appointments at UVA Health that they were not eligible to receive. They were turned away. Read more in the story. The Virginia Department of Health reports today that nearly 1.4 million vaccine doses have been administered in the Commonwealth. The average is now up to 39,658 a day. Compare that to a total of 513, 339 cases of COVID-19 since the pandemic began. This morning, the Virginia Department of Health also reported the transmission of another COVID variant in northwest Virginia. The B-117 variant, which first emerged in the United Kingdom in late 2020, is associated with increased person-to-person transmission of COVID-19. The release goes on to say that this information stresses the need to keep wearing a mask and following social distancing guidelines, even if you have received the vaccine. At a budget work session later today, City Council is expected to take a final decision on the fate of the West Main streetscape. Staff has recommended not putting additional dollars into the second phase, which would call into question the future of state funding awarded to that portion of the project which has a multi-million dollar cost estimate for all four phases. On Monday, council discussed a study intended to cut the costs of the project, which has been under development since 2013. Unlike Albemarle County, city staff plans and manages the city's road construction projects. Jeanette Janacek is manager of the city's urban construction initiative. The idea is not to rescope the project. The idea is, with the value engineering um, process, is to have an independent firm review the work that's been done and see ways we could improve the project while still maintaining um, the benefits that we were envisioning. The city has secured millions in funding from the Virginia Department of Transportation for the project, which was originally envisioned to add bike lanes, new sidewalks, and new street trees for a roadway that had been anticipated at the time to have several hundred more residents as new construction was completed. The project was broken into four phases in order to help secure funding, and two have received funding, both of which require a local match. Last month, VDOT staff recommended over $10 million for Phase 3 of the project, which includes the area where hundreds of apartment units have been built at The Standard, the Flats at West Village, and the Lark on West Main. These have all been built and occupied since the West Main study got underway in 2013. Czech said staff recommended approval of 10 recommendations in a study from the firm RK&K to reduce the cost of the project. One of them is to not move forward with planting trees in a proprietary product called a silva cell that would also retain stormwater. We don't have any silva cells anywhere in the city. So this is a new product. It's proprietary. It's kind of expensive because it does so many wonderful things. It can complicate utility relocation because these are plastic tubes that are sorted on a plastic platform and are supporting the sidewalk or the pavers in this instance. All of these intricacies are called for in the West Main streetscape design put together by the firm Roadside and Harwell. As of last year, they have been paid $2.85 million by the city so far to create construction documents as part of the process. A previous city council approved the schematics in May of 2017. No members of that council are still in office. As an aside, Roadside and Harwell is also the firm that is currently reviewing the city's comprehensive plan, creating an affordable housing plan, and is eventually going to lead to rewriting the zoning code. City Councilor Michael Payne said he appreciated how the Silva cells could help the city achieve some of its climate action goals. But he also said that the value engineering study did not really do enough to bring down the costs of a project that has had an estimate as high as $49 million and increased to $52 million by one staff member's comment on Monday. This prompted a long conversation about whether the project should just be killed. Um, and so I, ju- I think we're just in the same place as a council where um, we're going to just really need to be honest about um We're not going to be able to fundamentally change the impact of this project with value engineering. And if we cut blanket amounts from the CIP for this project, we're probably going to sacrifice the actual vision and intent that guided creating this, which is to create a very different kind of pedestrian-oriented corridor that's almost an extension of the downtown mall. Payne said he thought housing and school reconfiguration were more important priorities to spend capital improvement program dollars on, Mayor Nakaya Walker wanted clarity Monday night about whether council even wanted to move forward with West Main to avoid having that dominate the budget conversation later on today. Is this something that we can place on the shelf for a while and be okay with it? Councilor Heather Hill said she still wanted to know what improvements need to happen on West Main Street just to keep it maintained. I still believe that this corridor is, is vitally important. Um, And it's not working for pedestrians and bicyclists. And so I think just understanding what staff's perspective on what an alternative would be and what are the costs associated with that alternative. VDOT funding for Phase 1 and Phase 2 both require the city to match funds, and the city's portion would come from bonds that council has theoretically authorized but that have not yet been sold. City Councilor Lloyd Snook asked if the city could save money by never selling bonds for that purpose. And so in theory, we could reclaim $16 million, let's say minus the $3 million we would have to do to do the bare minimum. We could reclaim, say, $13 million by saying, oh, sorry, we're not going to do phase one and phase two, just do the bare minimum. Correct. Snook said he wanted two more days to review the project before saying whether he would approve ending the project One question I have out to the Virginia Department of Transportation is whether the $10 million recommended for smart scale funding in Phase 4 has to be spent on the roadside and Harwell design, or if a new public process could be opened up to decide how to use that funding to address the same purpose and need. This round of funding requires no local match, but it is also possible that the project would not have scored as high and been recommended for funding under an alternate design. That question is out there. The city currently has several other streetscape projects in development that were funded by SmartScale. None of those had a preconceived plan in place when they were awarded the funding, but VDOT is pretty strict about the scopes for these types of things. If the Commonwealth Transportation Board approves the funding in June, the actual money will not be distributed to the localities for several years. No funding has been designated for the project's fourth phase, which spans between Jefferson Park Avenue and Roosevelt Brown Boulevard. Last November, the University of Virginia reaffirmed their commitment to spend $5 million on West Main Street. Here's a quote from UVA spokesman Brian Coy. The university remains committed to its funding pledge for the West Main Streetscape Project. Per discussions with the city, our intent is to focus on safety and security improvements towards the western end of Main Street, supporting both students and the broader community. Regardless of whether the West Main Streetscape project moves forward today or not, the city has been awarded funding for other projects nearby. Additionally, BDOT is recommending $5 million in funding for multimodal improvements to Ridge Street, which is immediately adjacent to phase one of the project. In the third SmartScale round, the city was awarded $6.1 million in funding for a project at the intersection of Ridge Street, Elliott Avenue, and Cherry Avenue. The preparation for all these smart-scale projects has been overseen by Chip Boyles in his capacity as the Executive Director of the Thomas Jefferson Planning District Commission. He becomes City Manager on February 15th. Earlier in the meeting, Council agreed to convey City-owned property back to developer Alan Kajin, operating under his Union Station's partner, LLC. Chris Engel is the City's Economic Development Director. This item, in summary, um, deals with a a loose end from a development agreement that was uh, entered into between Union Station Partners and the city of Charlottesville back in the late 90s. At that time, the downtown transit station had not yet been built, and there was a possibility it might have been located at the Amtrak station on West Main. To prepare for that eventuality, the city entered into a development agreement to secure a federal grant which required a match from the city. In lieu of providing cash, uh, the parties agreed to transfer a parcel of land so that that could serve as the local match. The 0.8 acre property has continued to be used as a parking lot ever since. The grant did result in an upgrade of the train station, but a second phase did not materialize. No one spoke at the public hearing required by city code and council approved the transfer. It should also be noted that the fourth round of SmartScale also recommends $50 million in funds to increase passenger rail service through Charlottesville by expanding frequency to Roanoke and Points West. And that's it for this installment of the Charlottesville Community Engagement Newscast and Report. This one did go into detail on a story that I've been covering for more than 10 years now, West Main Street, and I am glad that you listened to it if you did. If you did listen to it and you got something out of it, please consider a financial donation and thank you to those who have already. Right now, about a fifth of the audience has made some sort of contribution and I am so grateful for that. It allows me to keep an eye on things uh, and to write in my style as I do. Thank you so much for listening. Um, The podcasting people who are listening to this, you are, um, you know, you're you're a small group so far, but we're going to grow this thing. Uh, And I really do appreciate your support. I'm Sean Tubbs and I'll be back tomorrow with another installment. I just want to give one quick shout out to the Valley Research Center. It's not the Valley Road Research Center. That would be silly. And they are studying that. They are actually doing a current study on silliness. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow. Gotta get this thing going out the door.